Let me tell you about what happened last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. Your name is Jade. You've just woken from a restful nap. And as usual, you have no recollection of having fallen asleep. The green string reminds you that John's birthday package will arrive today. The blue string also reminds you that John's birthday package will arrive today, though in a way that means something slightly different. Over here are yet more articles of your aforementioned interests, and that shit, those are just some. guns. Those are just guns. Your grandfather is a world-renowned explorer, naturalist, treasure hunter, archaeologist, scientist, adventure, big game hunter, billionaire extraordinaire. I feel like in this universe, you and me are doing a squiddles me, yeah. Molly, and you are doing a Squiddles We Watch podcast. <laughs> what a daring dream to combine the finest qualities of humanity with the elegance and nobility of the animal kingdom. She seems to be keeping a childlike innocence, which is great. Uh-huh, definitely, definitely. But she has guns and a vaccination kit. Like, let's... <laughs> yes, that's also true. Uh, let's open Echidna to go to mspainadventure.com. You open your web browser and visit MSPA. You navigate to a random page in the middle of the latest epic. Looks like he was just finishing up some sort of weird tangential intermission here. Whatever it was, it clearly advanced the plot in no relevant way whatsoever. So, the Midnight Crew MS Paint Adventure is having an intermission uh, adventure, and it's showing a badly drawn version of John sitting out on the lawn with his cake-filled toilet and his pogo ride and some capture log cards. <laughs> and the command is GT, boggle vacantly at these shenanigans. With the narration underneath it being, it begins to dawn on you that everything you just did may have been a colossal waste of time. Hmm. What? <sighs> uh. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. 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 Oh, that's a weird one. Yeah, that's I. I gotta think about that for a bit. <laughs> so the comic within the comic within the comic references the comic. Yes. Uh, I, I also I, I put on Twitter that uh, Jade is a uh, atheist. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, my other kind of homestuck Sherpa. Okay. Uh, just give him. Do you mind if I give him a quick quick shout out? By all means. Uh, at Flat Luigi. Okay. Uh, I've also been like kind of bouncing questions off of him, so I can have someone that will not spoil me to okay. talk to. Okay. Uh, he just added me and just said she's a firm believer in dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it's not wrong. No, yeah, like it's, she is a firm believer. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's end intermission. Let's end the intermission. That brings us to Midnight Crew, Act 1031. Uh, what? <laughs> so, in in the nested MS Paint adventure, the Midnight Crew adventure that exists in Homestuck, 
it's up to Act 1031 now that it's completed its intermission, which was apparently Homestuck. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't be more straightforward. I don't know where the confusion's coming from. Okay, tell me, and be honest. Okay. Was the last line of Homestuck is, it you dawns on you that this was a considerable waste of time? No. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to Midnight Crew, Act 1031. Which is not to say that that line does not recur. Okay. You, I, I Okay. It, to answer your question honestly, the panel you saw is a panel in Homestuck. Okay. <laughs> sure. But yeah, now we're in Midnight Crew, Act 1031. We have we're some getting... smooth jazz and, and a dark night. And we're meeting the Midnight Crew. We got Diamonds Droog. Okay, I will just say that I my thing is also not loading again. Oh, is it not? So I'm gonna like clear some history and stuff to see if that. Okay. But yeah. Meanwhile, we're we're meeting Clubs Deuce, Hearts Boxcars, and Spade Slick. They're the leader. And there's some kind of they're at a casino that's been busted down by a rival gang of green dudes called the Felt. And now they're just fighting each other. Hmm. There's a big they. There's a big guy with like a 15 on his head. There's a little dude with a two on his head. They're just going nuts. And that that that's it. And I'm still loading. Okay. Okay, now I finally went. Great. <laughs> Great. Okay, so all of their weapons are like the... In Prom Sleuth, they are... Instead of keys, they're cards. Yes. Yeah, so they pick up a card and it turns into a weapon. Okay. The felt. The felt. And they just beat the felt with their cards. Oh, there's a stick. Yeah. The problem yeah. Yep. Yep. The problem with boys made a cameo. Okay. Next. All right. You've killed a little time, but still no sign of John. Okay. When we got worried there that we were like, <laughs> although we were just in the midnight crew now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I can't go through a gang again. <laughs> Out of out of the, the multiple crazy times and college jokes I've made, that is maybe that is maybe actually the the most true. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay. Well, let's keep let's keep moving. Let's pester Dave. Yeah, let's. Uh, so this is one we've read already. So I guess we'll switch places. Which I believe. I, yeah, that'll make you GG. Yep, that makes me Jade. Hi, Dave. Hey, what's up? Not much. What's up with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. It's alright, being chill, I guess. You know how it goes. Great! Feeling cool today, Mr. Cool Guy? Oh, you know it. So cool! You know, shit is ice cold up in here. Shit, shit is wicked bananas, I am telling you. <laughs> so, have you talked to John today? Uh, yeah, we were just talking a while ago how he sucks at his Silidex. Can you believe he uses stack? That kid is ridiculous. Lol. Well, that doesn't sound like much fun. What is yours again? Wait, never mind. I've got whenever you we talk about your goofy bonuses, I get a migraine. What do you want with John? I want to tell him happy birthday and ask him about his birthday package. Oh, yeah. I I was being sort of cagey and told him to check the mail because I was wondering if mine came yet. I think it did. Yeah. And I think mine came, too. Uh, so I, I guess you want to know if he likes it or something? No! 
He won't open it. He'll lose it. Oh. Uh, wow. Sorry to hear that, I guess. No, it's good, actually, because he'll find it again later when he really needs it, which, of course, is why I sent it to him in the first place. See, like, I never get how you know these things. I, I, I don't know. I just know that I know. Hmm. All right. Anyway, I have to go. I have to feed Beck, which is always a bit of an undertaking. Man, if I were you, I would just take that fucking devil beast out behind the woodshed and blow its head off. <laughs> I don't think I could if I tried. Uh, yeah. Say hi to your granddad for me. Uh, yeah, I guess an encounter with him is almost certain. It's usually intense. Well, yeah, isn't it always for family? But he sounds like a total badass. Yeah, he totally is. Anyway, I gotta go. See ya. Heart. <laughs> uh, Dave, strife. Yeah, let's get back to the action. Got a little record. Yep. I'm guessing you're loading. Yep, sorry. Yep. <laughs> nope, no, that's fine. That's... I just want to make sure I'm not getting ahead this time. Okay, it went. It went? Okay. So yeah, Dave's up on the roof. He's got a big old command list. It's just get chopped in half. Yeah. Oh, I, I have heard this song before mixed up with Gundam style. Oh, jeez. But yeah, his bro is using his apparent The Flash powers to fight as Lil Cal. Yeah. And Dave's having a hard time with that. Yeah. A cow's on Despite his head. the fact that Dave kind of looks pretty badass. Yeah. I feel like this is a common thing for his brother to be okay with having a sword swung at him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what was that? Like, little cow. Oh, the zoom in? <laughs> the zoom in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because now he's just got a little cow dancing on Dave's face. And it, it scared me so bad that I I just sneezed. <laughs> nice. Uh, next. Uh, now we're back with Jade after watching Dave get his ass kicked. Rose is online. Let's pester Rose. So who wants to be Rose and who wants to be Jade? Well, I think you've indicated that you identify most with Rose. True. So. Uh, I require a font of frighteningly accurate yet infuriatingly non-specific information. Do you know where I can find a wellspring of this sort? <laughs> yes, but okay, but we can't talk for long. You have plants? Well, yes, I do, but it's just that you'll lose your internet connection soon. And we won't talk again for a pretty long time. Not until you enter. Enter? Yeah. This is what I was talking about. This was the itch that needed scratching. My avarice for the inscrutable. It is limitless. Well, what did you want to know? You've insisted today was the big day. We would all play a game and you didn't know the name of it. A game you'd say I'd get in the mail and did. Well, that helped me answer some questions. But Strider's being obtuse. I can't catch John at his computer, and you don't even have the game yourself. And on top of all that, my internet is unstable. So are you sure today is the day? There sure are a lot of challenges, but yes, I'm sure. Dave is cool. You know he'll come around when the time's right. He just has a lot of work to do first, and so do you. You'll need to keep searching for a stable signal and power source. It'll be hard, but don't give up. And don't worry about me either. Focus on playing with John first. It all starts with you two. Is there nothing else you can say to prepare me for this? I'm sure you think little blithely upsetting dark forces with Grandpa Moreau over there in Hellmurder Island, but honestly, I've only read a few books on it. Ha <laughs> Dark? That's ridiculous! I don't really know what to tell you other than it's not going to be what you think it is. 
And most importantly, you'll have your questions answered, but they'll be the ones you haven't thought to ask yet. Just be patient and be brave. You'll see. It'll be fun. Uh-oh. Looks like you've got to go. Take care, Rose. Heart, heart, heart. And then, yeah, uh, tentacle therapist sees pestering garden Gnostic. Yep. Jade, be the other girl. You are now the other girl, several hours in the future. It appears a secret passage in the mausoleum has been opened. It's getting awfully toasty in here. You gather up your belongings, including your dead cat. I mean, sure. Yeah, why not? Uh, descend. Alright, she's gone down here and there's some creepy long hallway with a green glowing light at the end. Ooh. But enough of that. Yeah. Enough of that mystery. Yeah. Uh, let's stop being the other girl and pester John again. You've spent enough time for now concerning yourself with the future of your friends. John won't be available until later. By then, he'll have his hands full, as will you. If she knew that, why has she been waiting for him? I mean, I mean, I think it's like one of those things where it's like always when people can like see the future. Right. Uh, where it's like, I know I have to do certain things for the future to be... Sure. Like, I know this will be ineffective, but this is what I'm supposed to do. That is definitely, I mean, yeah, that's an element of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, oh, I know I have to make these messages and, like, talk to all of my friends. Right, that, that makes sense. I'll, I'll buy that. Um, and, again, like, a, a lot of, like, stories that involve people with future vision mm-hmm. have kind of, like, experimented with that. Sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Steven Universe being one of those. Yeah. Mentioning yeah. that a lot in this episode. Oh, it's a good show. It's a good show. Uh, next. You pack up your lunch top and get ready to take care of some business downstairs. Uh, descend. Try as you might, you can't stop your mind from drifting to the fate of your friends. You dwell on a particular configuration of reminders on your finger. So we've zoomed in on like her pinky, and we can click on an arrow. And that flashes us over to the boss fight John's having. Oh. He's strifing. He's fighting with that pogo boing, hammer. Boing, 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 boing. Just a wave of green slime ghosts everywhere. Oh, he, oh got, he got sassacred. He got sassacred. The sassacred over here. Now he's just boy. This boss fight's not going too good for John. Man, the asylum demon is like real hard. Yeah, that's very true. Like it's it definitely lets you know that this is what this game is right off the bat. <laughs> oh, Nana Sprite has helped him. Nana Sprite healed, healed him. up. And this animation loops forever. Okay. John uh, just fails at these bosses forever. I, I did at, at one point. I, I forgot if I got it on. Like, uh, if I recorded it, if I did at one point say to someone that Homestuck was the Dark Souls of webcomics. <laughs> uh, and then that led to a big discussion of trying to figure out whether, you know, which. I was trying to not look it up. Just was dark. Did Dark Souls come out before Homestuck? Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, I think I would say Dark Souls was like 2011, 2012. Yeah, but apparently, uh, uh, Demon Souls came out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Before Homestuck, so yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> uh, also in the future, but years, not hours. Under bare white branches, a sentry wakens. So we're at that tree that we saw grow from John's uh, house crater. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little worm friend who's met our peregrine mendicant. And it, the worm came out, came out of the apple. Yep. And it immediately started eating her mailboxes. And 
She is not at all happy about that, and she's going for a cool-looking black sword. Yeah. Man, Dune's really different than I yeah. thought. Yeah. Yep. I... <laughs> Male without rhythm, and you won't attract the worm. Yeah. Uh, next. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, no, this one is the least necessary to read about, because it's John explaining how binary counting works. Okay. Uh, he's explaining how the codes correlate to the punch card numbers and all that stuff. The main takeaway is... Let me see if I can find where it starts, because there is part of that. Here we go. Um, so he's described how the alchemy system works and how you can use uh, and and or combinations to do things. Um, actually, have they discovered or combinations yet? Uh, so he's talked about it on here. So right now, so far, they put, like, two cards together to overlap the holes, right? Okay. Uh, the other option you could have is to double punch the same card with two different codes. Hmm. And that, he's talking about experimenting with that. Um, but near the bottom here, he says, But there's something mysterious about all this. First of all, with all the hole slots, there are 48 bits in total, which means there are almost 300 trillion possible codes. And 300 trillion sounds huge! But when you consider it's supposed to account for all conceivable items, including all the wacky combinations of stuff, it suddenly doesn't seem that big. This leads me to believe that not every combination of item has a viable duplicate. But this is kind of obvious anyway, since there are many combinations of punch cards that'll produce either a blank card with end, or a totally punched card with or. So there are lots of dud combinations out there, and many that'll just lead to the same pattern. Like, for instance, a gun and an atom bomb could make some sort of ultimate death ray, but for that matter, a shoehorn and a potted plant could lead to the exact same pattern. So weird. Also, it seems like combined items will always have patterns with either much fewer holes or much more holes than more ordinary items, which will occupy the vast, meaty middle of all possible patterns. It's strange and counterintuitive that more complex objects have simpler patterns, but hey, there you have it. But... All this sort of makes me guess this system can be cracked in some way. Like, if you have a complicated item and you want to extract simpler item components from it, there might be some algorithm for deriving the pattern you want, or at least narrowing down the possibilities. There might also be ways of charting through the simpler patterns on both ends of the bit spectrum, and pinning down the ones that'll make cooler stuff. Who knows? I want to ask Jade about this, because she's really good at this sort of thing, somehow, even though she doesn't have any of my elite hacks or cred. Too bad she makes herself so scarce all the time. Jade, if you ever read this, let me know what you think. And he's got a big old Oski green slime ghost. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more Oski in the uh, in uh, John's uh, yeah. game facts more than Rose's. Right, Rose, who I think opened hers by saying, "I'm definitely not doing any Oski art." Uh, and then there's a punch card calculator. Right, which is basically just you can punch in uh, numbers at the bottom, and it'll do some things. Like, it'll, it'll let you know, like, how it creates punches. Okay. Yeah. I, I randomly typed, and it kind of looks like a penis. There yeah. we go. <laughs> so, um, there was a point in one of Rose's Game Facts things where she points out that the game must know that they're, like, somehow destined to have four players. And now John's pointing out that it's impossible to create any conceivable item with the crafting system. Hmm. So the game seems very prepared. Yeah. Like almost tailor-made to them. Yeah, that yeah. Would just makes Nana's comments in the book. Right. And uh, 
Yeah, speaking of things tailor made, we've got uh, a logo that just says SN with a with an Adam logo that looks a lot like Jade's. Yeah, along with I mean, us. it's also yeah. an Adam. Sure, but it's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is it, it is exactly like Jade's. Yes, and also the spider graph. Yes. Uh, next. And this is the sort of thing I don't think it ever gets directly drawn to, and you could figure it out by now if you had an eidetic memory. Uh, back when John installed and and Spurb, it mentioned the publisher was Skynet Laboratories. Okay. Yeah. You enter the laboratory. Yeah, so, yeah, like, when I was kind of, I, I noticed the Skya part. Uh-huh. Because they mentioned Skya later. Right. But, yeah, the Skynet SN. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they ever, like, draw a circle around that. Yeah. Uh, so let's I look feel for comfortable mad... pointing it out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look for yeah. mad scientists. There are no mad scientists to be found. Fa- there are no scientists to be found, mad or otherwise. Or anyone, for that matter. The lab appears to be deserted. There is a kiosk, though. Uh, next. That's Ooh. a real big array of something or other. And they have a checkerboard pattern. Yeah. Or a chessboard pattern. Yeah. Uh, next. Yeah, it's a whole big old chessboard. Yeah. It looks like the kiosk monitors the lab's enormous hub grid. Jade, transportalize as far down as you can go. This is as far down as you can go. The grand foyer is still a few floors down, but the transportalizer on that level is blocked by one of Grandpa's immense, impressive big game trophies, and you just don't think he would cotton to someone moving it. Speaking of which, here are some of his trophies now. He has a million of these ghastly things. You really dislike them. So he's got, like, the traditional, like, deer head trophy, wolf head trophy. Yeah. He's got a shark head trophy. Mm-hmm. He's got some kind of, like, chupacabra trophy. Some gross, like, goat man trophy. Yeah. It, it gets weirder as you go down. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, I'm all... I've already got questions about what her grandpa does and where he finds this thing. Well, things. I mean, we had all of those, his titles. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, he's not just, like, he's adventuring in some very uh, obscure corners of the world if these are the kind of trophies he's getting. Yes. Uh, have you ever, like, been to a house that has, like, a bunch of taxidermy animals? Huh? <laughs> think I have. I might have been, like, at a lodge in, like, Colorado or something that had a few, oh, but... Yeah. Like, I, I once went to one where it was, like, full. There was a bear. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, proceed. You hop down a level. Granddad also likes to accumulate valiant knights from his travels. These are pretty cool, you guess. Yeah, just a uh, room full of suits of armor. Uh, like, knights and well, Iron Man's over there. That's just a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of blends in there for a bit. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the red in the doorways is supposed to be. I guess it's just, like, fire? Like, sconces or something? Yeah. Uh, let's keep going. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. How could you forget about his stash of decrepit mummies? God, you hate these things. Yeah. Mummies. They're not great. There's still a wolf there, which is... Wait a second. Does he have Jesus in there? Is that Jesus on the cross with his arms broken off? Where? On the left. On the left. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of people who got crucified. 
I guess that's true. And like, yeah, no, I mean, that is true. I, I don't think... Well, I guess Jade could still be an atheist if they had Jesus. Well, right, he, she could just believe that he was just a dude. Yeah. I mean, having his body would actually disprove Christianity. True, true, it shouldn't true, exist. yeah. He, then he would not have risen. Right. I, I feel like we're getting into a, a point where probably we don't want to go. Probably. <laughs> uh, but let's, let's, don't stop. Don't stop yeah. believing. Well, now we're just in a room with a whole bunch of shit and, like, pictures of 80s-era, like, beauty models? Yeah. That are all tinted blue? <laughs> yeah. Jade seems just as confused as us. Yes. And she lives here. <laughs> yeah. Presumably she makes this check every day, so... Right. And now there's blue lights. Yes. Uh, next. This is your grandfather's collection of what he refers to as his beauties. <laughs> no lovely lady will be fit for his collection unless her portrait has spent at least 20 years bleaching in the front window of a beauty parlor. The sort of establishment he's plundered no less frequently than ancient tombs. <laughs> That's such a, like, specific... <laughs> yes! I'm just gonna go ahead and say fetish. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, that's a big wolf head. Or that close. is a big wolf head. Wow, yeah, that is. You guess they were sort of like your sisters growing up, and you're always encouraged to look up to them. They're all awfully pretty ladies, you suppose, but it was always hard to get as excited about them as Grandpa. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll bet. Jade, study hard and keep your rifle at the ready. When adventure summons, I know you'll rise to the task and take your rightful place among the Daughters of Eclectica. That old cooch sure is a bag of wind. Just like, like, here's your sisters, Jade, your sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, yeah, wolf. Oh, yeah, I, no, Jade, wolf. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, complete your descent. Uh, that's just a weird... Fangled man. Uh, next. You reach the ground level. This is the stupid thing blocking the transportalizer. It is unspeakably hideous. Down the southeast hall is the grand foyer. You'll have to cross through it to leave the house. So, Ram, going back to web browsers, this thing is definitely the icon of John's web browser, Typhius. Yep, so this is the. This is a dead Typhius. Apparently. Yep. Next. Looks like someone's pestering you. Even though you thought you logged off? Uh, Jade, answer. Carcinogeneticists began trolling Garden Gnostic at 1304. Hi again, idiot! Oh no! So I guess today is finally the day you fuck everything up. Uh, is there nothing I can do to change your mind? You can leave me alone. How can you ever even talk to me if I blocked you? And after I logged out. You don't get that I am better and smarter than you in every way forever. You don't get that because you're incredibly stupid. I get that you're a jerk and that you should shut up. Goodbye, you jerk. Blocked. Gardenostic block, carcinogeneticist at 1306. Uh, We've had a troll sighting. Yeah, carcinogeneticist is behind 500 proxies. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's look at the kiosk. Rose. Oh, yeah, we're back with Rose. Yeah. Uh, looks like a mapping of each hub's index. It appears one of the hubs was recently unlocked. 
Let's go to the center and do goofy dance, Rose. At the center, you find a little stage that looks perfect for supporting a spectacularly silly dance. Or it would if standing on it didn't make you a little nervous, and also if that didn't sound like a stupid idea given the circumstances. It looks sort of like the various contraptions you've been deploying in John's house. You wonder what it does. Um, and something that I didn't bring up before, or I, I think I brought it up before, but now we have seen squiddles. Rosie's yes. shirt is a squiddle that she has defiled to look angry and mean. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I do believe you brought that up before, I just... Yeah, like, I think there's, uh, on the merchandise page for her shirt, there's literally a panel of her, like, using a quarter to scratch off its eyes. <laughs> uh, let's attempt to plug in laptop uh, she, uh, to a nearby hub. She gets her laptop, everything collapses, and poor Jasper's lands right on that, uh, little pedestal. Mmm, next. Oh! Ah, great. You just vaporized your dead cat. Oh, well. Ashes to ashes, you guess. There's gotta be a better way to deal with this lousy tree. Examine fetch modus. Uh, looks like you can choose between picking leaves or awkwardly uprooting the whole tree, as you've been doing. You select leaf. You also turn off auto-balance, since its consequences can be a little mystifying sometimes. Uh, next. You gather up all your items again in an order that places your laptop in a conveniently accessible leaf. You're not sure why you didn't do this a lot sooner. Kind of a funny-looking tree now, but your concern for structural elegance is at an all-time low. Yeah, let's find the unlocked <laughs> hub. As long as you're going to plug in your computer, you may as well find that hub. Here it is. Hub SN underscore lab 0413. It's unlocked and thus removable from the grid. You suspect this was the same beacon transmitting the unsecured signal you were using earlier. 413. Yep. Next. You pick the laptop leaf from the tree. And she actually, like, picks it. Yeah. Uh, next. You plug your laptop into the hub, then catch log the hub and the laptop. There must be a better place around here to set up your computer. This huge grid of electronics is sort of uninviting. You look around. Hey, what's that? Uh, next. Uh, so we've got a plaque that just says... Oh, there you go, Skynet Laboratory. I lied, it does get... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says, unestablished in 3 minutes and 12 seconds. Or 3 minutes and 14 seconds, because it's 413 backwards. Yeah. There's another one of these ominous countdowns. You didn't notice it when you first entered the lab about a minute ago, so it's at 413 when she came in. Yep. It looks like this one may have been ticking for years. Whatever it's ticking down to, there isn't much time. You can only hope that when you turn your, on your computer again, there will be a connection invitation from one Mr. Strider. Uh, and it, it says unestablished in... Wait, I'm, I'm looking at this clock, and so you got seconds, minutes, so then you go hours, days, years, and then the four-digit number. Yeah. There's too many numbers on this thing, unless it's weeks, maybe? Could or be like weeks. eons. Yeah, eons. Uh, again in the future... Another timer winds down sideways. So we're back with the Peregrine Mendicant. She has beheaded the worm sentry and gone inside the apple, which, as we said, is sideways, and she's activated the timer on it. And once it hits zero, a bunch of worms crawl out of it, and it rights itself, and they all sort of turn into, like, a propeller that flies away. Mm-hmm. So now she's of flying course. in that apple. Uh, Dave, abscond. Alright, yeah, Dave's in a rough way. Let's let's save him by clicking abscond. 
Cannabis gone, bro. Round two. Alright, at least now he's actually fighting bro and not just Cal. Yeah. His sweet bro. Yeah. And they're just having a sick sword fight underneath the oppressive sun. And Dave's in, uh, I think you said Texas? Yeah. I forget which city in Texas, but it's a city in Texas. Okay. Which, as someone living in Texas in April right now, I can uh, back up the idea that it gets real hot. Yeah. Yeah, they're having, like, a crazy after-image fight while his brother is just standing to the side while Dave fights his after-image. And then I just grabbed him. Yep. Threw him. Mm-hmm. Elbowed him. And oh, I just locale kicked him. Yep. And he fell down those stairs, bro. <laughs> he fell I down those stairs. I warned you stairs, bro. <sighs> I told you, dog. Told you. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. What does? We're back with Rose. <laughs> Yeah. You don't have time to humor every random thought that pops into your head. The clock is ticking. Uh, let's look around for anything else of importance. This looks like something of importance. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got just a huge, like, monitor with a whole bunch of other monitors around it. It's got, like, dots all over, like, a map of, I guess it's the local area. Uh, I've got a picture of a globe that looks a lot like the one WV had. Actually, this machine is kind of reminiscent of WV's machines. Yep. Um, so we've got, let's see here. It appears to be Skynet's primary session terminal, monitoring a great number of SPURB sessions in the northeastern United States and parts of Canada. Upon further investigation, you draw some logical conclusions. It looks like each session consists of an IP address and a physical location. And the colored dots on the map appear to be meteor impact sites. It seems each session corresponds with a meteor, but not all meteors have sessions. The color of the dot appears to indicate the status of the meteor's descent. The red dots indicate meteors that have already landed. Yellow dots are imminent collisions. Green will impact later, and blue will take the longest to touch down. So, uh, do you see the screen on, like, the upper right that has, like, a bunch of circles? Uh, yeah. So that looks a lot like uh, the one that we saw in WV that we kind of deduced must represent their Spurb game somehow, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but this one's got eight circles instead of four. Hmm. So what does that mean? It must mean that in some other session, yeah, there's eight people instead of four. That would make sense. Yeah. Wonder what that. Wonder what those eight people are up to. Oh, shit. <laughs> the funnest ways of spoiling you are spoiling you in ways that you will have long forgotten I spoiled you by the time we find out about it. Excellent. Let's go next. Oh, there's a there's a nice little tea party over there. Yeah, there's something going on on the left. It's fucking delightful. <laughs> you use the panel to center on your present location and zoom in. Surrounding the lab are, of course, the hundreds of smaller meteors that have been raining down steadily throughout the evening. Most of these meteorites have either landed already or will shortly. Centered over the lab is a significantly larger imminent collision. You can't say precisely how imminent, but you could certainly take an educated guess. Just southwest of the lab, centered suspiciously near the location of your house, is an even larger looming collision, though this one appears to be slightly less imminent. The terminal looks like it can monitor any meteor or session around the world. Search filters can be applied as well, restricting results based on size, time of impact, location, and so on. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on. 
Yes. Let's just go next. <clears throat> you zoom way out and narrow the search based on size. The two at the top of the list appear to be the biggest by far. You examine only their coordinates. The second biggest is centered over a U.S. city. The biggest by a landslide is, luckily for Earth, you suppose, way out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So. So. The one in the U.S. is obviously in Texas. Yeah, it's it's Mr. Striders. Yep. The biggest one. Gonna guess is Jade. That is a reasonable guess. Um, here's something to to think on, though. That meteor is fuck-off huge, right? That meteor is fuck-off huge. In the future, we've seen the frog temple on that island. How the <laughs> fuck did it survive that meteor? Huh. Someone, someone say that that meteor is bigger than the size of Texas. Bigger yeah, than the size uh, of New York. It's, like, bigger than the United States. Uh, it may, in fact, be the planet Jupiter. Yes, it might be planet fucking Jupiter. <laughs> uh, let's turn on your laptop and check on John. You plug the laptop into the hub again and turn it on. It's now powered and connected to the wireless signal the hub is broadcasting. Your spur obsession reconnects. I- I'm glad that she's just okay with the fact that this is a, like, li- you know, limitless power source, apparently. Right. I mean, also, you- listen, I know that there's maybe more important things going on in this comic, but you have the hub now. Surely there's a way to hardwire your internet connection. Yeah. I get that you're close to it, but even so. Yeah. You never know. I'm not relying on Wi-Fi when it's a life-or-death end-of-the-world situation. Yes. Uh, next. No sign of John here. You wonder why the house is shaking. Last time you saw him, he was on one of the roof platforms. You'll have to navigate via the Spurb interface to find him. Rose, ascend. Oh, so no. get, like, yeah, like a yeah. Spurb logo was all covered in... In the oil, yeah. So we can navigate up. Navigate up, yep. Uh, zoom look, out. Zoom out. Go left, zoom, up, up, and we're back with John. Yeah. Still, it looks like he might be doing slightly better. Slightly. Okay, maybe a little better than slightly. Yeah. He's doing like a crazy flip hammer onto this guy. Oh, uh, Nana. Yep, Nana's coming in with a giant eye laser. And now Rose is assisting. Well... Maybe okay, not. she dropped her refrigerator, and the ogre caught it and smacked John with it. Well, it came out of the oven, piping hot. Yep. And then Nan is just dropping all kinds of household appliances on a guy. Rose is just giving John some platforms to bounce off of. Oh! It's one, it's one ogre down. And the laser's shooting out of the oven. Yep. Well, John does his backflip move. And then Rose drops the... Rose steals his kill. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking KS, Rose, come on. Yeah. Fucking play your lane. Yeah. God. Let's high- now John won't level up from that ogre. Let's high five Nodakin. <laughs> Let's hang long enough. And Rose is pestering John. Uh, good work, John. Oh, hey, you're back. For now, I'll have to leave again shortly. It looks like there's another meteor headed for my present location. Oh, so you mean Dave connected with you? Not yet. I'll explain later. But I think I determined that activating the timer in that game is not directly responsible for summoning a meteor to your location. This countdown seemed merely to exist as a kind of warning to the player, as well as a strange coincidence. Um, okay. I don't really think I get it. Is this relevant? Uh, probably not at the moment. Certainly not to you. I have to go. Okay, later. 
P.S. Try not to waste too much of the grips while I'm gone. I just realized that's something we're getting close to, and I'm excited. <laughs> okay, good. I'm, I'm happy you're excited. <laughs> the ro- you rocket up the Etcheladder to the dizzying heights of the vaunted Boy Skylark rung. I did say climb the Etcheladder, by the way. Did you not? No. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, oh, I, wait. I, I was just about to say how a scrub, apparently, you know, it, it does not... The, the meteor was... It, it did not cause the meteor, so that is at least off of their consciousness. Oh, sure. They didn't, like, end the world by playing the game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's collect fat loots. Well, no, and I was waiting for you to say climb the etcheladder so I could finish this page. Oh, climb the etcheladder. Your new feather is hard-earned and well-deserved and alarmingly fashionable. It is. <laughs> now let's collect fat loots. All right. You and your ceramic pork hall rejoice in the mound of wealth yielded from your meteoric ascent up the ladder. You're still unsure what all these boon dollars can actually get you, but when pulling in such insane loot hand over fist like this, who cares? Not you. Yeah, so it does it, it say something about me that, like, when I first tried to read Homestuck, I was like, with WV, like, just skipped all of it. Oh, man. Because I didn't think it was important. And, like, right. this, I was, like, really studying. <laughs> right, yeah, totally. <laughs> Which, I would say that is a total reversal of priorities. Yeah, no, like, more, more mature me, <laughs> looking back. <laughs> Listen, you've matured a lot in the last seven years. Ooh, pick up as much grist as you can hold. Your expanded cash limit is more than enough to accommodate the grist windfall. You gather up 2260 pieces of build grist, 1040 pieces of shale, 490 drops of tar, and 350 drops of mercury. You can't wait to find out what amazing items this new supply of grist will be just barely insufficient to produce. Yay! Next. Oh god, there's grist litter down there, too. Those stupid ogres are like huge grist pinatas. One of those big, sour grape, electric, holocaust fruit gushers is jammed in the hole in the platform. And you guess there's only one way to get it. Uh, next. Oh, Nana's talking with John first. John, don't forget your book. It's your birthright. You ought to give it a read when you have a moment, particularly the first several pages. Okay, Nana, I will. Hey, Nana? Yes, dear. Since I'm trying to get up to that gate, and since you can sort of conjure floating beds and throw me around and all... Couldn't you just throw me up to the gate? Uh, yes, of course, John, but that would not serve your purpose well. There's a very good reason as why you should build up to it. And then keep building. Oh, okay. I guess that's what I figured. So just one more thing. Do you think that instead of telling me exactly why that is with a clear explanation, you can give me a series of really coy riddles about it and then sort of giggle? Uh, John, you're a very fresh young man. Your father has done such a wonderful job raising you. I'm so proud of you both. I like that she's proud of how good he sassed her. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. When you pass through the first gate, everything will change. You'll find the place where your the constellations dance beneath the clouds, and then your true work may begin. I suddenly understand everything. Elsewhere, we find a place. Where a kingdom lies entrenched beyond an impenetrable veil of darkness. This certainly is a place. Yes, it is. Uh, this seems similar to where we saw John's dad. It sure does, don't it? Yep. It's all purpley. It's all purpley. Uh, next. Oh, there, there's John's Speaking dad. Speaking of John's dad, there he is. 
He's giving these imps what for? I wonder if, if he's cake kind or uh, shaving cream kind. Yeah, I mean, John picked up that bunny kind card, so maybe he's both. Maybe, yeah. Uh, next. Uh, maybe he's just fist kind, because he's about to deck this imp. Yeah, that imp does not seem happy about it. No. Next. Yeah, that imp goes flying. Knocked into next week. Yep. Next. But a mysterious figure is watching all of this play out on a few different mm, screens that look a lot like the problem sleuth windows. They do. Uh, next. Graveyard stuffers. <laughs> you are now... The Peregrine Mendicant. Not that other guy you probably thought you were going to be. No. You're flying westward in your peculiar mobile station. You have no sense of your bearings presently. The door is blocked by a metal column which extended through the entry shaft before liftoff. What will you do? Uh, let's check the mail. This message to Dr. Brenner looks pretty serious. So this is a weird page. Because everyone was 100% positive that Dr. David Brenner was secretly going to be, like, the guy behind everything in this comic. Hmm. N- no. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's nothing. If I remember correctly... Uh, for a while, the MSPA forums had a thing where people made, like, their own fan MS Paint adventures. Yeah. Just, like, the same format, but their own stories. Yeah, I, I, I distinctly th- remember, actually, like, reading a few of those. I think Dr. David Brenner is from a very popular one of those. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so people just didn't put two and two together? And actually, now that I'm seeing that it's a tangent serious business, I, I... It's never said, but I would not be surprised if it wasn't, uh, Fedora Freak. Okay. That, that would make sense to me, but like I said, that's never said. Yeah. But no, this is not... Imp- <laughs> Listen, it's usually a good call to assume minor minutiae on these pages is very important. This is not one of those times. Okay. Was this the one you were very excited about? No, no, no. We're still getting to that. Okay. Yeah. Open envelope. Never! The mail is sacred, and sacred is the trust between the postman and the recipients of his precious parcels. You've made a solemn pledge to deliver this letter to the doctor, just as soon as you determine where this address is, or find any sort of discernible mailing address in this wasteland, for that matter. The mail is freedom. The mail is life. The mail is the very fabric of civiliz... Wait, hold that thought for one moment. I like that these these wanderers have uh, clips to like one specific... Thing in old society. Well, right, and uh, I don't know if WV has one. I want to say most of them are some reference to a post-apocalypse movie. Like she's okay. obviously the postman. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if there's a mayor of like a famous mayor in a. <sighs> I mean, Barter Town, I guess. I guess, yeah. Uh, next. Oh, oh, she's got a postman's hat. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Just the. The single tear running down her face. It's really good. <laughs> the mail is the one final hope for resurrecting a dead planet from its ashes, and the letter carriers are the brave soldiers of God in this righteous crusade. They are the defenders of the light of knowledge, free communication, and the exchange of ideas. They are the bold toters of all those little papery conduits of freedom. The promise to be to the yearning. There is hope yet. Liberty. Reason, justice, civility, edification, perfection, mail. God bless. <laughs> She's really good. Yeah. Uh, examine keyboard and screen. And then she just immediately kind of like punches over. <laughs> yeah, just back to normal. <laughs> 
It's the terminal you used to activate the station's homing mechanism. It looks like it's now returned control to you. The default viewport displays commands previously entered, including your last and only command, home. Uh, view. And you type another one of the previously entered commands. It switches to the view of a young girl standing alone somewhere. There's a heavy amount of video interference of some sort. The girl seems familiar to you. Greetings. Yep, she types that in. Don't I know you? And Jade, at some point somewhere in a snowy place, is just shaking her head. And now the whole, like, console is rumbling and rattling and got all kinds of electricity over it. That's how not good. Yeah. The next. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's real bright. Real flashy. Yep. Next. Yeah, it done exploded, dog. Mmm. Uh, next. Then that's all right. That character's dead. Goodbye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> well, you know, like, you, sometimes you gotta like just you know jump from place to place. Maybe not. Maybe that character's not important. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Skynet Lab says less than two minutes before that meteor hits. Uh, yeah, it, it's it is one four three. Yep. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Uh, refuse to acknowledge the absurd tea set, Rose. <laughs> You successfully disregard the tea set because it's stupid and shouldn't be in a place like this. You probe further into the lab. I don't think she's ignoring it. Yeah. She seems <laughs> waist deep in it. Uh, next. Looks like a little girl's room. This all strikes you as a bit odd. No time for messing around in here, though. Um. Lots of cats. Lots of wizards. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, wear the scarf, be the writer. Okay, maybe you'll do a little messing around. You're only human after... Oh, God, what's that? That's a cat with multiple eyes. Mmm, looks like it. It looks like a cat. Yeah. I'm just assuming from the cats. Right, right, right. That's a cat in a teapot, so that must be a small cat. Yeah. Next. That's a small cat. You are accosted by a friendly mutant kitten. That cat's adorable and small. Yes. I love this cat. I love it, too. Uh, I'm trying to think of what happened to that cat, because it sticks around for a long time. Where did it end up? It ended up somewhere. <laughs> Dead, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, resist great urge to take the wedge shale. John. You know you should take this thing, but... Uh, next. You're suddenly feeling apprehensive about entering your father's room. With all the scampering around, it almost slipped your mind how much you hate his hideous clowns. No use putting it off any longer. There's only one thing left to do. Give me a D. Give me an E. Give me an S. Give me a C. Joe, jump down. <laughs> yep, plus 50 <laughs> shale. Uh, next... Oh, cut back to Jade. There's some weird shrine to her? Yeah. That's odd. That shade of purple looks familiar, though, don't it? Yeah. And she's wearing a weird costume. Yeah. Uh, let's... And also all of the... There's the there's one of the trolls. Uh Oh, one of the ogres, you mean. Ogres, yeah. yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mixed up my well, terms. Like, oh god, there's a troll head up here. We've got trouble. Uh... It's scampered to the Grand Foyer with wild abandon. 
last scamper. Wait, oh yeah, you know what? I just really realized what that implies. Why does he have a monster from the game? It yeah. Is, yeah. That says some things, don't it? It does. You scamper your heart out and bump into something. You don't know why he always insists on keeping it so dark in here. Oh, look. It was one of his dumb globes. These things make it awfully difficult to navigate the foyer. We get it, Granddad. You like to travel around the world going on adventures and stuff. Lousy goddamn stupid globes. Arm yourself. Grandpa will surely have stern words for you if he catches you without your trusty rifle at the ready. That's just what you need. Another one of his blustering, mustachioed diatribes. You are rolling your eyes in advance, getting them warmed up. But ideally, you can evade them altogether. All you have to do is get past the fireplace and out the front door, and you'll be scot-free. Uh, examine those chaps on the sofa. These are the manners for distinguished house guests. They like to gather here by the fireplace for tea time, as well as pretty much all other times. It's all very mannerly and civilized. You know exactly what's going to happen when you try to sneak by. The fireplace is going to light up and your grandpa's silhouette is going to appear in front of the fire to give you a good spook. He is so predictable. Mm-hmm. Next. And there he goes. The old man has the flame. So, a while back when we read some Sweet Road Hella Jeff, you asked me what my thoughts were on whether that basketball player's name was Haas the Rock. Yep. Uh, because of this panel, the head cannon like fan and name for Jade's grandpa has been Haas the Flame for a long, long time. That's great. Great. <laughs> uh, next. You suppose you could still manage to sneak by the crafty old man if you're fast enough. Avoiding an encounter would be ideal. Encounters with him are usually intense. Leap dramatically across the divide. Oh. Yep, she fell asleep halfway through the jump. Oh. Whoops. You guess an encounter with him is almost certain now, but most likely not for a while. Time to see what someone else is up to. Let's see, Dave. <laughs> so blatant. Yeah. Just like, eh, that's the end of her story for a bit. Yeah. We're gonna leave you on this cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Dave. All uh, right. Strife. Strife. We got Dave's loading screen. Aw, oh, snap. Freeloader psych out. Dodge. Right, just when you thought you had him figured out. Yeah. Strife? Um... Her grandpa's, uh, taxidermied? Yep. That's not a living person. That isn't. Let's aggrieve him. Let's aggrieve. Oh, just like the flute, you can hit the keys to do different things. Oh, I, uh, in is the flute. Pew, pew. Oh, is it? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> oh, uh, if you want a better shot of the thing, the, uh, oh, if you press question mark, she falls asleep on the mantle. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, H because she shoots out the pew sound effect from her gun. F's pretty good. She's just flipping in the air forever. Uh, G's pretty good. Yeah, she just fell over. <laughs> okay, H, yeah, H is really good. Yeah. Knock his hat off. Do all sorts of things. Oh, I think P is the, the main one here, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, eyes pretty good. Yeah, it just runs up him. Uh, this is really distracting for the fact that this is fucking horrifying. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> when I said earlier that, you know, it seemed like Jade has a bit too much freedom. Yeah. Yeah. That's because she's alone. <laughs> Jesus. Um, something I just want to point out real quick. Uh, Grandpa Harley here has, like, square eyes and three buck teeth. You know anyone else that that describes? God. Uh-huh. I threw something. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very small thing, so don't worry. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just asking questions. I know. I know. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> okay. That's my favorite thing about that is that I think that's exactly what Mike Blaze said to me. <laughs> I'll have to listen back. Yeah. Uh, it, it is funny how many of the same jokes I made. <laughs> yeah. Which is like the first time the next sign popped up and you said, you don't have to say, you know, yeah. equal, equal. Yeah, yeah. Greater than I, and we both both said it. He sticks with it a lot longer than you did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he never gets sick of that one. No. Uh, but yeah, this is yeah. John is the only one who has a somewhat normal family. Yeah, and like I don't mean that in like a obviously a you know there are many different types of families. Well, Jade's family is not existent. <laughs> yeah, Jade is a is. Alone and is seemingly in denial. Yeah, alone on a tropical island in the middle of nowhere in a mansion. Yep, it is. It seems to be assumed that she's either like just playing, or right. seems to very like really believe that her grandpa is alive. Yeah. Uh, on a related note, F is also a real good key on this page. Oh yeah. Uh, let's go next. Let's go next. Yes, I am going out with this gun. No, I will not go get a bigger one. No, I will not take yours. I can't even lift it. No, that is so preposterous. Do you even hear what you're saying? I will be fine. This is a perfectly deadly gun, and it shoots lots of incredibly deadly bullets. Oh, will you just stop it? I am going now. Goodbye. Art. <laughs> I, I, so I was about to make a make a treat about this, and I was like, oh, I shouldn't spoil people, but also, yeah, also seven years ago, yeah, <laughs> I, I think that is like the actual like limit, yeah. Like I don't know why this is like the thing that's fucking me up. Yeah, well, because it's kind of uh, awful. Yeah, like it's it is a like an awful I can like wrap my head around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, all of, like, you know, your nana getting crushed by a book and becoming, like, a spirit. Like, I can't really... <laughs> That's not relatable. Yeah. Uh, Jade absconded. He was so much easier to deal with when he was alive. Okay, so this actually has added a whole other horrifying possibility I did not consider. Which is what? Uh... Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> that she murdered him? No. Oh, okay. That she is, like, almost hearing him talk to her from beyond the grave. That's definitely a possibility. My interpretation of it is more that, again, she's on a tropical island all alone. I think he's kind of like her Wilson from Castaway. Okay. Like, realistically, she knows he's dead, but she's gonna pretend like he's not, just so she's not so lonely. The crushing loneliness, and also that also now makes the, the distinguished house guests 
make more sense. Yeah. I mean, because also, she's a little girl and her only family died. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that... Hmm. I mean, really, given the circumstances, she could be handled in a lot worse. No, yeah, she's doing good. Like, she's doing good. Like, this adds, like, a really interesting dynamic to Jade's character. Yeah. And, like, how... Like, I could easily see people really hating Jade. Oh, yeah, people actually really hated her at first. Uh, I, I'm going to use the, the term, the horrible term, the Mary Sue... Oh, man, I'm so glad you said that, because that's what I was about to say people accused her of being. Yeah. But, like, for me, it seems totally believable that if a person was left alone for their entire life... Yeah. Like, for a lot of their life, alone in this, like, very, obviously, technically advanced place... Yeah. That would probably happen. Right. And, I mean, she does have flaws. Totally. The narcolepsy. Yeah, she's got narcolepsy, and I think um, her character flaws uh, become more apparent as the comic goes on. Yeah. It's very much, um, without getting too specific, it's a situation where she's kind of been in a bubble her whole life, and the events of this story are going to shove her out of that bubble. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't deal with that as good as she could. Yeah. Uh, PM, miraculously survive. She does. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Boom, it's a good it. thing you typed that, or we wouldn't have PM for the rest of the story. I, I wonder. Yeah, that that was probably someone's type. Like someone. Uh, yeah, it totally was. Because these are all new user suggestions. Uh, yeah, got in once. Yep. <laughs> I like that their little head pieces on fire still. Yeah. Uh, here at the explosion hole. Oh, lost some uh, of your mailboxes. She lost a bunch of her mailboxes, and there's nothing else worth talking about in this shot. No, sir. Nope. That's a lot of mountains. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and, well, nothing. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there's an arm. Yeah, there's an arm. When we get to that panel, that's going to be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it means this podcast is almost over. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, have we gone to the thing that you were excited about? No, I, it's it keeps, like, swerving away from it. Okay. Uh, next. Although, the stuff with Jade, I didn't realize that was before what I was excited for. That's, that was pretty that good, pretty too. good. Yeah. All right, that, that worm's reaching out for one of them mailboxes. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> uh, Rose, refused to acknowledge the absurd yeah. kitten. He saved a mailbox for oh, her. Yeah, I thought I said next. You needed like three more nexts in there than what you needed. I'm sorry, I get caught up. <laughs> but anyway, back to Rose. Refused to acknowledge that absurd kitten. You failed miserably. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Look. I suddenly remembered that line. <laughs> yeah, it's a good line. Oh look, there's some more mad science crap over here. <laughs> that's a that's a cool arcade cabinet. It is a cool arcade cabinet. It's got that Apirifier logo on it. Yep. Uh, insert coin. This weird arcade gizmo adapted to this setup obviously doesn't take coins anymore. Assuming it ever did. Besides, you left all your coins in the fridge, remember? Did she? Yeah, remember when she took the W, she put in her estimated worth of the one magnet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play again. Oh yeah, it's right there in the corner. Y yeah. 
Duh. Let's play a game. Oh, the, the little cat's tail moves. I'm sorry. What's that? On the last, on the... Oh, yeah, little twitchy tail, yeah. Ah! It's an adorable little kitten. I love it. Now, is that a plushie? Oh, no, but it should be. God damn it. <laughs> Man, yes, yes, yes. We got Smuppets before this fucking cat. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, this doesn't appear to be a game. It appears to be in a purifier. Let's screw around with the purifier. You mess with the controls. Hey, Jasper's is alive! Or, at least he was in the past. According to the timestamp, this was almost nine years ago. You try to move the crosshairs with the joystick, but it seems to be permanently locked on a specific target. Oh. You might be able to unlock it, but you clearly don't have much time to horse around with this thing. Oh, because Jasper got landed on that thing. Right. Now it's locked on to past Jasper. Yep. Pasper. Pasper. Uh, next. I love Baby Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Baby Rose. She is adorable. <laughs> she is. I love baby Rose. So won't you have a, have a, have a, have a baby? I, I I'm will sorry. start reading I'll your see myself lines. out. Yeah. <laughs> you zoom out. It looks like you and Jasper's were having one of your sessions. You weren't making a lot of progress, though, because Jasper's was no doubt being characteristically recalcitrant. But you, I would just like to point out, I love the fact that Jasper's, while alive, still had a tuxedo. Yes, that was not, like, funeral garb. <laughs> You possibly jotted this phrase down in your pad. It's hard to remember, though. Wait, could this be that day? Uh, cause time paradox. You attempt to purify Jasper's. This would surely cause a time paradox, because you can plainly see that he's not told you his secret yet. But it seems the machine has a safety mechanism to present such irresponsible repurification practices. Uh, next. Also... I love that Baby Rose is doing, like, a therapy session with her cat. It's great. Yeah. Uh, the Paradox Ghost imprint of Jasper's appearifies instead, and quickly settles into a mound of sludge. A little cat! Yeah, he's playing with her scarf. That's <laughs> uh, for someone who is allergic to cats, and because of that kind of hates cats. Yeah. This is... Listen, cats are one thing, kittens are another. True. Mutant kittens. Yeah. Whole other thing. Yup. Uh, next. The machine beside it sucks up the paradox sludge and begins some kind of automated procedure. It seems whatever sort of primordial biochemical properties the sludge possesses is being evaluated by the device. Not a kitten just rolling around on her scarf. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no, speaking of cats, my freaking, we have three cats. I don't know who did it. But I got up a few days ago uh, and went into the garage to, like, take out the trash. And there was the front half of a baby rabbit just on the ground. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Was no good. Yeah, that's not great. No. And I picked it up and, like, things fell out of it. Oh, good. Yeah. Was not a good morning. Uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> Let's go next. Let's go next! Let's go next! Let's go next! Yep. The device generates a fetal paradox clone of Jasper's. The wretched creature exhibits a number of unfortunate mutations, though. The good news is that it will be mercifully unestablished along with this facility shortly. That's also the bad news. 
Whoever was operating this machine in the past may have been making unsuccessful attempts to perform the science of ectobiology. Huh. Ectobiology. Hmm. Also, yeah, that's a way more mutated cat. I think that one is kind of wrapped back around to not being cute. Yeah, it's just like a kitten head with a kitten head growing out of the underside of it. Yeah, that's not great. Rose, yeah. have a flashback. There's no need for a flashback. Conveniently, you can watch what happened right here on the monitor. You roll the clock forward a few seconds. Jaspers reveals his stunning secret to you in strict confidence. One, one mo. One mo. Uh-huh. Quick quest. Yeah. I can't talk to her. Apparently. I see the little exclamation point. Yup. Yeah, she's got she's got Dave's hands clasped over her mouth with tiny exclamation point going on. Cat talked to her. Uh, apparently her cat talked to her. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fine. <laughs> Why not? <sighs> Next. Before you could ask him to clarify, he vanished into thin air. You now believe you understand why. However, you were not the one to appear fine from this moment. Your hand was nowhere near the controls just now. A couple weeks after he vanished, his body washed up along the riverbank. His suit was a mess. Your mother fitted him with a new one just before the absurd funeral service she insisted upon. Uh, Chase Jasper's whereabouts on the machine. You roll the clock forward to a week after he vanished. It seems there's no accessible feed tracing uh, his whereabouts during that time frame. You fast forward another week. There he is, just as you found him. <sighs> fast forward now. If you listen to Volume 5, you've heard this song. Uh, it's still loading for me. Okay, okay. now go. Yep. Yep. Old Rose is very sad about her dead kitty. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. And slightly less Lil Rose is just seems like she doesn't know what to think of all this. Yeah, she's... Put all together. Oh, there's a little cat. That's right the there. You can't blink all his eyes at once. Because <laughs> it's mutated. It's a horrible abomination. Yep. <laughs> and then we got... Got the highball. And, and those flowers just died as time went on. Yeah. That kitty. A little kitty. <laughs> it's fine on the... And then... We're catching up pretty quick. Baseball encumbered. Oh, the little kitty's kicking. <laughs> And, oh, click on the horseshoe on the bottom right. Oh, wait. I forgot to say that before we started. That's ride. Yes. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, ride. Ride, you beautiful rider. <laughs> That's great. Rose and Maple Hoof. Yeah. And just, I love the random cuts. Was this the beginning of uh, Andrew's love of horses? Uh, it's definitely the beginning of that love being expressed in Homestuck. I don't know if that's, you know, I can't say beyond that. Okay. It's personal life. Oh, it's John. Yeah, Cowboy John with his slime pogo steed. How long does this go on? Uh, not... It's it's probably done by the time I finish this sentence. Oh, nay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with anything. That's yeah. not canon. Okay. Uh, next. All right. It's Jaspers! He's alive! Well, okay, he, he, he's still dead. 
but his body's intact. Turns out it wasn't some kind of disintegratificator like you thought. It's more like an escapalizer. A purified Jasper's immediately. Good thing you finally got all this sorted out. You only have ten seconds to spare. Time to stash the dead cat in the Amscray. Uh, stop fooling around and transportalize out of there. Just runs into that thing and jumps. It's a pretty decent escapalization. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to guess that, that the horse thing was the thing you're excited about. Actually, no. It still has to come up. It God damn it. keep swerving. Uh, located, feed the devil beast you call a pet, Jade. Good luck finding him. If he wants to be found, he'll find you. Becquerel has always managed to elude your prognosticative... Fa- wow, okay, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, Becquerel has always managed to elude your prognosticative faculties. He's completely invisible to your intuition somehow. A property almost totally unique to him. It used to freak you out a little, but you've long since grown accustomed to it. Uh, next... She's just looking around. Oh. oh, there's something on that horizon. It looks similar to the symbol that could be on her shirt. Yep. Next. And then she turns around and it's gone. Huh? Oh, that was nothing. Nothing at all. Moving right along. Uh, we changed the package you expected to arrive. The birthday package you were expecting from John arrived months late. And yet, right on time. It landed over there past the crumbling monument a satellite to the great mystic ruins at the center of the Crater Lagoon. Uh, triple somersault into the rune, John. Stick the landing. This is what I was excited about. Okay. Okay, you do that. You're now in your dad's room. Huh. Where are all the clowns? You spot your dad's briefcase beside you. It probably contains all sorts of clues, or at least various forms of paperwork critical to his trade as a hilarious street performer. Snoop? Aw, oh, yeah, here come the secrets. Get ready for some major reveals. Wait a minute. These are just boring business documents and spreadsheets. What the hell is going on here? John, examine your dad's room. John? Oh no, Fedoras! <laughs> Shoes! Kind of a boring room! Paperwork! Just a businessman! <laughs> <laughs> Not all that into clowns, you guess. Most shocking twist yet. Who's this douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> it's John's just in the fetal position. There's a there is a box of Betty Crocker. Yes, there is. Oh my god. Yeah. John's dad isn't into clowns. He's not into clowns. He's just a normal businessman. Oh, my God. John? John, calm down. It will be all right. It'll be all right. All those years, well, you believed he was out busking up the corners with hilarious antics? He was working as an ordinary businessman all along. He was just a man trying to make a good, honest living for his son. Maybe he was too embarrassed to tell you the truth? Or maybe it was just that you never bothered to ask. You guess you always just assumed. Next. Meanwhile, Dad's <laughs> fucking up some imps. <laughs> He's got just an entire safe above his head. I'm the so human prisoner has broken out of his jail cell yet again. Attempts to block the cell door with heavy objects have proven futile. Can't stop him. Next. Nope. 
You're gonna need a bigger safe. Next. Who's this guy? Intername. Uh, now, you know who this looks like, right? <gasps> O-M-G. Looks like Spade Slick. He, he's got the spade. Yeah. And who are those fingers? Who are those fingers? Spade Slick. Hmm. Got a nice ring to it. But you know your own name. And that damn well ain't your name. Take another stab at it. Uh, state your name and rank. Okay. State name and rank. You are Archagent Jack Noir. You oversee various affairs of a dark kingdom. Presently, you're determining how to deal with this prisoner, who's been a thorn in your side since he was apprehended. You view the affairs of the kingdom through a series of fenestrated walls. You have three walls, nearly enough to form a, a cubicle of vigilance, which is full and proper enclosure for an agent of your stature. However, much to your utter contempt, your fourth wall was stolen some time ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see where we're going. Uh-huh. Uh, Don the comical hat. This frivolous headdress turns your stomach. You'd sooner stick your head in a furnace than coax it into this monstrosity's loathsome, colorful maw. It's bad enough that your exalted ruler ordered everyone to drape themselves in these hideous rags the moment the troublesome human with the pipe and his child showed up. But you draw the line at the hat. Call him Minion. That isn't one of the yellow things. (laughs) No, it's not. Looks like Hearts Boxcars. It it does. Yeah. You order one of your burliest agents to the scene. He brings something heavier this time. It's a heavy safe. He's got a a tattoo. He does have the same kind of tattoo as WV. Oh, next. Your transmission is interrupted. It seems your glorious monarch has concerns over your wardrobe. She's got a scar over her eye. She does it much like uh, John's Harlequin doll. Yeah. Next. Fine! You begrudgingly don the comical hat. Stupid, lousy, wise, and just leader. What a royal pain in the ass. Jack, throw down the hat in disgust. You fully intend to once your superior stops breathing down your neck for a second. Wait, what now? Next. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Dad just got hearts boxcars in a headlock. He's punching him. Yes. Uh, next. Your blood is boiling so hot you could cook an egg on your carapace. Looks like you have to go handle this yourself. Uh, John, investigate room for anything Dad may have left behind. It seems there's some unopened birthday presents, which Dad didn't get around to giving you yet. Present time! Open up a present, see what's inside. The one on the right seems promising. You open it to see what's inside, and oh god, yes! Fetch Modus control deck, bonus capture log pack, and fetch Modus inside. Incredible Silidex behavioral conglomeration at your fingertips. Obtained sweet loot. I like how it looks like a Nintendo. Yeah. You tear into this thing and put a mean peep on the sweet loot. In addition to the Modus control deck, you get a bonus array fetch Modus. Plus another 12 cards, which are practically worthless by this point, but hey, you'll take them. That would have been really helpful at the beginning of the game. Yes, it would have. Uh, next. Notice how I said game instead of comic. Right. <laughs> First thing you do is flush the extra cards into your deck. Okay, this is just way too many cards that are now going off the screen. Yep. 
Uh, equip array fetch modus. The array modus lets you store and retrieve any item from any card at any time. It seems exceptionally serviceable, albeit difficult to weaponize. Boring. <laughs> I like that John's reached the point where, hey, here's an inventory that just works. Nope, don't want it. No, thank you. Damn it, John. <laughs> I can only imagine how Mad Mike got at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget, actually. I'll have to listen to you and tell you. <laughs> That'll be weird. Yeah. Tell um, me about, tell you about Homestuck. Yeah. So I, I, so I mentioned that I was getting into Homestuck at work to someone who, you know, is into this kind of stuff. Sure. Um, and she was like, oh, I've never actually read Homestuck. Can you tell me about it? And I was like, oh, oh no, man. oh no, I'm, un- I'm unprepared. I'm unprepared. <laughs> I just tell people that it's Jumanji, but with, uh, like, Final Fantasy instead of the jungle. Uh, I just said it's about four kids who are playing a game that act- that uh, destroys the world. Yeah, that's also a reasonable description. I, I felt like getting into the, the greater lore yeah. was maybe not necessary at the time. Right. Well, that's why I feel like people understand Jumanji, and they understand RPGs. Okay. Yeah. I don't think this person played a lot of video oh, games, though. Yeah, so. yeah, right to your audience and all that. Yeah. Uh, they are more comics-based. Gotcha. Uh, read instructions for control deck. There's nothing to read, really. You just pop some modus cartridges in the slots, fire it up, and see what happens. You start by putting the stack and queue modi in the slots. Next. Your soda oh, now behaves like both a stack and a queue. Items can be removed from either the top card or the bottom card. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Next. You see no reason at all not to jam the array cartridge in there, too. You make sure to blow the dust out first, of course. Mm-hmm. The Celadex reconfigures itself into an array of distinct Q stacks. Now we're talking. This is just the sort of needless complexity you've come to expect from your inventory management system. Uh, John, I the smallest present first. Because, you know, it's always the smallest present that really... Yeah. You have a staunch policy of always saving the biggest present for last. Always. Okay, yeah. I yeah. appreciate that, too, but I, I usually go the opposite. Yeah, no, that's fair. The small presents can pack a real wallop. Yeah, I also, I think there's a watermark on that present. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> wow. How did oh. he not notice that? No, I think he do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I we, you know, we've talked a few times over the course of this podcast about a Homestuck animated movie. Yeah. I feel like all the photos and posters had to still be live action. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, like, they need the photo, like, the Con Air poster. Oh, man. And just still have it be live action Nick Cage and yeah. never bring it up. Someone made at some point a few panels of, like, a joke Homestuck spinoff that's just Con Air with <laughs> Nick Cage instead of John. Great. Uh, <laughs> next. You receive a box of delicious fruit gushers. Could this birthday get any better? You don't think so. I love John's dances. I love his dance. It's the worst. It's really bad. It's the best, but it's the worst. He's so happy about it, but it's terrible. Uh, open the big one. You thought wrong. You see? You see? <laughs> you don't always go big. No, he likes the big one. Oh. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yes. 
Yeah, yeah. I thought he was referring to... No, he's not wrong about how his birthday couldn't get any better. You're right. Because I was about to say, it is a nice uh, suit. Yeah. But also I can see a 13-year-old not... Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually surprised he's that into it, especially given how traumatized he was by the idea that his dad was a businessman. I, I think it was just the, you know, he had a certain belief, and it was right. crushed. Yeah, well, yeah, now it's it's like his dad gave him something they could really bond with instead of this weird fake bonding. Yeah. So you, so you think the dad did all the Harlequin shit because he thought they would get him closer to his son who liked jokesters and magicians? I mean, that'd be my immediate guess, yeah. Yeah. Like, if I didn't already know the answer to your question, that would be my guess. The fucking course. <laughs> I like how I'm both, like... I like how this... The... Kind of, like, the repertoire of this has changed. Uh-huh. Of me still being super excited about it. Right. And being, like, really into the story and stuff. Yeah. But also, like, still, like, just, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was worried that, like, if I was going to like this and, like, really get into it, that it would just become me, like... Like, you know, it's nice to hear people talk about, uh, you know, something they like. Right. But you need a bit of that hostility. Sure. So I'm glad we're still getting that. Good. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, fill up an entire Q-stack with shoes. Okay. Awesome. Q-stack full of shoes. Hell yeah. Yep. Capture all those fruit gushers. Dang. You spaced out and put it in the wrong Q-stack. Don't worry. You'll get the hang of this thing. Uh, closely inspect the fruit gushers box. So delicious. You can't wait to capture log one of these packs and make, like, a million gushers. Screw all this building nonsense. You'd rather make candy. Wait a minute. One of the, it is the massive chocolate brain hemorrhage. Yes. <laughs> also, this is... Do they still make fruit gushers? I'm sure they must, right? Yeah, because I'm starting to get hungry for some. Yeah. <laughs> but wait a minute. Next. It... It can't be. It's, it's Betty Crocker. Fruit gushers belong to Betty Crocker. What? Next. The heinous batter witch has her gnarled claws and everything! What do gushers have to do with baked goods, anyway? How does this make sense? Why? Why? John, have a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah. He's doing that all right. Yeah. Cool fructose monsoon. Kiwi mango colonic rush. Wicked <laughs> watermelon groin injury. Mixed berry social anxiety disorder. Neon green ectofacial blast. Oh, these are going too fast. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Uh, ranch dressing, uh, ramp, uh, I, fuck, I forgot the last one, but it's really funny. Is it funny. Rampage? It's not Rampage, it's a funnier thing. Okay. Part of me wants to replay it just to <laughs> see it. <laughs> and by part of me, it means I already clicked it. <laughs> it's important. It's just because you would expect Rampage and it wasn't. Right, right. It's Rampage. <laughs> Ranch-filled gusher is already bad enough. SJ retrieve package. Wow, from one animation to another immediately. A strife. Yeah. So, obviously, her parental figure is a dog. Yes. A temporal dog. Yup. A rain. Alright, so oh. you... 
like everything else, Jade's a little more interactive. You gotta actually click on the dog to shoot him. Go shoot this dog. Yep. And the bullet just melts at contact. R. Sinalize. He's like, turn all green and magical. They're now on the bullet. Yeah, they are shrunk down on the bullet. Bullet travels great distance. Yep, on the other side of the island. Artillerate. And now just all of outer space is inside the dog. Yep. Now, this is a spoiler I'm not even going to allude to, but there is a huge piece of foreshadowing on this page that is impossible to find if you don't already know it. Okay. But yeah, you can keep commanding Jade here. Arm, uh, Mementify. Oh, yep, I just saw it. They flashed in between all these places we've seen. Yeah. Arf. Arf. Go fetch! They ate the bullet. Yep. Hooray! He got his steak. Wagging his little doggy tail. Aw. Good dog. <laughs> He's dancing with her. Best friend. <laughs> Radiation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next. All right. Oh, she fell asleep. On the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next. And he just grabs her and throws her, throws her up on his back. Yep, next. Then he tucks her into bed. Listen, uh, he might be an incomprehensible hell beast, but he's a good boy. Yeah. Uh, Rose, check yourself for any mixed atoms with cat. Nope. No mixed atoms. Looks like you and the kitty kept your genes to yourselves. Your new kitty, whose name is... Mm, you'll think of one later. Hey, where the heck are you, anyway? That kitty looks either, like, really cute or really scared. Uh, it could be both. It could be both. Uh, let's look around the room. Oh, you're back home. The well-stocked bar and the vantage from the window tells you this is your mom's room. Or at least what you thought was her room. You decide not to be especially melodramatic about this revelation. Yeah. <laughs> so, the super girly bedroom was her mom's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which means her mom is, like, a scientist working at the lab that made Spurb. Okay, then. Okay. That raises some questions. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh no, I think I broke you. Okay. <laughs> Let's watch the meteor impact. Huh. That's funny. Mm, shouldn't that place be unestablished by now? The downpour of smaller meteors has stopped. Uh, next. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Just a huge fuck-off meteor just blew that place up. Uh, next. Oh god, the fire has spread into the house. Yeah. Get out of here. This room's a powder keg with all this booze lying around. Uh, the f- her scarf's on fire. Yep. Protect the kitty. Yep. John, get down to business to defeat the Huns. <laughs> you, you beat me too at that time. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. Suddenly you're feeling very businessman-like for some reason. You just punched a shitload of cards in anticipation of making a whole lot of cool stuff. This time you didn't foolishly destroy any items. You just looked at the codes for some objects you rounded up and punched them on blank cards. You wonder how much alchemizing you can get away with before Rose gets back. As if she's got any right to tell you what to do with your hard-earned grist. You're the one running around here putting your ass on the line. All she's got to do is mess around with her computer. Anyway, you better hurry. Did John turn into an objectivist? Yeah. <laughs> did funny out that his dad's a cold-hearted capitalist suddenly turn John into one, too? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, John shrugs. 
Uh, Jade, dream. The lights on the post of her bed are blinking. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah. Next. And that weird locker we saw earlier below her room is shaken. Oh. Next. And there's a robot Jade inside. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, the... The guitar she can't normally play, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next. Mm, oh, and in her dream, she's wearing that outfit she was wearing in that picture on the fireplace. You're now dreaming. Your dream bot is awake and active. Obliquely foreshadowed the future through interpretive dance. Your silly dance foreshadows nothing and is essentially meaningless. But it sure is a lot of fun. She's wrong about that. Great. Yep. Jade, quick, get into bed. <laughs> so in her dream, she's just in bed, but the robot got on top of her real-life body. You climb into bed and try to get comfortable, but some sort of invisible force is pressing down on you. A strange feeling of cold, heavy metal. This happens every time you try to get into bed. No wonder you can never get any sleep. So that's why she doesn't know when she's asleep or when she's awake, because uh, when she's sleeping and dreaming, she's actually awake in this weird dream world. Yes. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Jane, realize you can fly. Well, there's not much to realize. Of course you can fly. Okay, yeah, that seems about right. So, going back to, we were talking about Jade being a Mary Sue, this was definitely another nail in that coffin. Oh, she's also got a magical dream world, for she's a magical dream princess. Yeah. Let's open the package. Can you stop all this flying around nonsense and examine John's birthday package? Uh, next. Unfortunately, you can't open it yet. This package is an important journey to make first. You're planning on delivering it momentarily. Good thing you already know what's inside. Otherwise, you would surely be consumed by curiosity and suspense. You sincerely pity anyone who might be forced into su to endure such a fate. Months in the past. Ah, oh, it's Christmas time. Enough for the above weather to be seasonably reconcilable. This is John's house. What's all that shit on his walls? Yeah. Next. Ghosty Trickster. Wait, that's not John's name. It's Vectobiologist. Yeah. Ghosty Trickster began pestering Garden Gnostic. Hey, happy birthday, Jade. Uh, gay. Thank you, John. Woo, okay. I got your present in the mail just on time. Plus, I sent roses and Dave's, too. Why do you guys' birthdays gotta be all bunched together like that? You're running me ragged! <laughs> I know, but it is nice of you to think of us all like that. I can't wait for you to see what I got you. I don't want to spoil it or anything, but hopefully it'll help you solve those problems you've been having lately. Mysterious wink! I'm sure it is great, John. I can't wait either. It might take a while to get here from there, but it'll be worth the wait. Oh, man. I'm such an idiot. I forgot about how long it takes you to get stuff. Ah. Uh, John, that's okay, really. I'm sure I get it exactly when I need it. It'll be a nice surprise when I get it done, when it does. Oh, sorry, I, I messed that all up. That's all right. <laughs> okay, well, I hope so. Uh, hold on. Okay, I'm back, sorry. I had to tell someone to go away. Oh, God, the trolls again? Yep. 
They've been such a pain in the ass lately. It seems like there's so many. There are either like 50 of these assholes, or there's one guy with a lot of alt accounts. I've never had any sort of feeling about them or what they want. It's kind of weird, but it seems like they're probably all different people and not one guy. I've counted 12. What do they want with us? Some people just like to needle others for some reason, John. It's like a game, I guess. They're like pranksters. Oh, hell no. Shittiest pranksters ever. But I think they're mostly harmless. I have so often managed to get through my block filter and hassle me. It's been going on for years. Actually, some of them are kind of funny, I think. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Years? Okay, well, I'm sick of them. I've been thinking of changing my pester chum handle to throw them off the trail. So, I guess I'm going to do that. Ah. So that's why he's... So, of note, uh, if we take John's name to be GT, every kid's pester chum handle... Uh, the acronym is made up of uh, letters that are the four letters that make up DNA. Uh, G-C-A-T. Because you got G-T, T-G, uh, what's Rose? T-T. Uh, T-T, and G-G. Huh. So they actually don't have any A's in there. Huh, okay. Uh, John, make totems. Yeah, don't worry about that. Just just tuck it in the back of your mind. Okay. <laughs> You've already carved a few totems. But you've had to return to the living room for more Cruxite dowels. Your carving work is not nearly complete. Every time you enter the room, you shudder at the recent handiwork of some mischievous imps. You just can't turn your back on them for a second. Rotten imps. Those posters were like children to you. Hmm. So did, like, the imps send the graffiti back in time? That's odd. Yeah. A flea room. At long last, you've returned to your bedroom with a stable power supply and internet connection. Vodka Mutini purrs at your side. You suppose you'll call it Muti for short. That's great. That's great. (laughs) Rose, let's pass John. Uh, Go for it. That's quite a totem collection. What are you planning? Oh, whoa, hi. Oh, gotta make some stuff. Are you okay? Hasn't your house been on fire for like five hours now? Feels like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been five hours of time for them. Yeah. Uh, no, that was the nearby forest, which up until quite recently would have been best described as on fire. Uh, but you may be excited to learn that just as recently, my house probably not that achievement. Wow. Congrats, I guess. Thank you. Have you seen Dave? No. His bro is probably busy kicking his ass. That's probably all there is to say on the matter. Yeah, you know, child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start putting that grist to use, too. Let's be sparing with a friend with Nicklack breeding and focus on getting you up to the gate, okay? Yeah, okay, I hear you, but I think we'll have plenty. I've been killing gimps all over the house, and it's lousy with gushers. Uh, I mean, gushers? I mean grist. Serves them right for ruining my posters, the bastards. Which posters? Don't you see? My sweet movie posters. Look at them. They're fucking ruined. John? Uh, huh? Are you suggesting that imps are responsible for dacing your movie posters? Uh, yeah. Your posters have looked like that ever since I first saw your room. The moment we started playing this game. I I thought you'd defaced them ironically to mock your father's interests. John? Hmm? Very funny, Rose. Ha 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 ha! Huh. Yeah. How about that shit? John's got some repressed stuff going on. Apparently. 
Uh, next. Nice joke. Great joke there, Rose. Top of the line prank. Hee hee. Ha 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 This is good. Laughter is probably the best way to avoid being especially melodramatic about this revelation. Yes. Yes! Let's keep this joke going, because it's such a good one. Ha 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 ha. Oh my. Ha 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 ha. It's really so much more than that So give home stuff.